Hello and welcome to the Scottish Clans. I'm Clint. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I have to repent. I had a recording that I had done with a guest clear back in the summertime. Well, it was actually October, but it felt like summer down in Moab at the Celtic Festival down there, Scots on the Rocks. I had a guest talk to me about a forgotten branch of the of the Cameron clan. And so I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about that in a minute. But first, let me get a shout out to my sponsor, USA Kilts. If you've got any desire to wear your Scottish pride, your Scottish heritage, and show it off to other people, go over to usakilts.com. They have all sorts of high quality things that you can find over there. Yes, kilts, but also so much more. The kilts are awesome. I have two of them from then from them. Their customer service is awesome, free shipping in the U.S., so go check them out at usakilts.com and also check out their YouTube channel. Tons of good content on there. USA Kilts and Celtic Traditions is their handle over at YouTube. All right, now I'm going to turn you over to my guest. This is what happened at the the uh, Moab Scots on the Rocks festival. I had a great time down there. Like I said, it was last October and I've, I got sidetracked and got working on some other things. So I, Cameron Moser, if, Moser, if you're out there and listening to this, which I hope you do, I'm sorry that it took so long for you to get up here on my podcast here. That was my fault, but I sure do appreciate him taking the time to talk to me and to you guys. And hopefully you enjoy what he has to say. So I'll turn it over to him. All right, guys, this is Clint with Scottish Clans Podcasts, and I am here with Cameron Mosier, and he is representing the Cam- the Cameron Tent at the Moab Celtic Festival, Scots on the Rocks. So he's he I met him last night, he and his son Scott are here, and uh, they're really, really enjoyable to talk to, and, and I asked him if they would do a, a quick interview for the for you guys. And so we're going we're gonna to hear from Cameron here. Cameron Mosier, and he's going to share with us a couple of things. He's going to share with us a personal connection that he has, like how he's connected in with the clan Cameron, and, and then he's going to share something about Cameron history that he finds interesting. And that's my goal with these short interviews is to find just little interesting tidbits from the different clans that are represented here at the, the Celtic Festival. So Cameron, go ahead and tell us your, your connection. Well, thank you very much, Clint. This is an honor to me to have this opportunity. I'm a Cameron because of my grandmother, Cora Estelle Cameron, born in a little town called Athol, New York. And she is a descendant of Camerons who came over from Scotland in 1785, a John Cameron and his wife, Margaret Rattery. And their descendants led to me. And uh, so... Uh, it's an interesting thing. I have a, uh, I was named uh, middle name Cameron because uh, my father, uh, Cora, married Lauren Mosier. They had my father, Hugh Cameron Mosier. They had me, Lauren Cameron Mosier. And uh, we named our first son, Scott Cameron Mosier. And so this middle name tradition passed on down until Scott's wife liked the name Cameron so much that it became a first name. So my grandson, Cameron Moser, then got married. And I thought, I'm going to go to his wedding, and I'm going to get my kilt. So I got a Cameron kilt and took to the wedding some genealogy. I had discovered that 
uh, I had the Cameron lineage going back to 1595 in a little town called Blair Athol in Scotland. And that gave the name to their new village here in the United States. So I found 17 generations starting from 1595 in Scotland down to my grandmother who bore the name Cameron as a surname and then additional generations down to 17 total generations to my grandson Cameron who have borne the name either as a surname or as a given name. It's just fun personal connection that we have. And because of that connection to the clan, I became interested in, you know, being involved. You know, hey, let's play, play with the Camerons. They do some fun things with the festivals that occur regularly all across the nation and elsewhere in the world. So in my involvement with the uh, Cameron clan booth here at the festivals, I've started to learn some interesting things about the clan. And uh, two interesting things uh, I've discovered here in the booth. And one is that uh, one of the little um, items that we hang on the wall in the clan booth, there's a paragraph that says that the clan is of ancient Celtic origin and that the Cameron uh, people held the title Sheriff of Athol as early as 1296. Wow! That puts my ancestry way back into the early parts of the Cameron history. Now, the headquarters today of the Cameron clan is in an area about 30 miles west of Blair Athol called Lokaber, where the clan chief and his estate lie. And so I've always wondered, what is my connection to the clan chief and his uh, community? And maybe I come from an, an older community and maybe he actually descended from my people. It's just a kind of a fun personal story. Now, Clint asked me to think of another story that is among my favorites. And uh, probably he has explained to you before of the Battle of Culloden and what happened when the Highlanders attempted to reclaim the Scottish throne from the Brits back in 1745 and 6 region under the leadership of Bonnie Prince Charles. And so my little favorite story there is that the Cameron clan chiefs and the other Highlanders knew well how to fight in Scotland. And if you're going to fight in Scotland, uh, there are things you do. Uh, but Bonnie Prince Charles apparently uh, wanted to meet the British Army out on the open battlefield at Culloden. And so uh, he uh, went to his chiefs for advice and they said, don't meet them on the open field, meet them in the swamps where we know how to uh, uh, fight the Brits. But Bonnie Prince Charles wanted to meet them on the open battlefield for whatever reason, and the entire Highland army of the many clans uh, that had joined in the Jacobite clause, cause then uh, had to face the British army on the open field uh, against muskets and cannon. And, of course, the result was uh, a drastic defeat and the loss of many of the good Highland people. It happened that the Cameron chief, uh, Lochiel, uh, was seriously injured in the onslaught, which had only lasted an hour uh, before the Highlanders were decimated, and uh, Lochiel was terribly injured, and his uh, immediate colleagues took him off the battlefield uh, before the Brits came through and killed anybody that was still alive and was able to save the 
uh, chief of the Cameron clan. One of the results of that was that the Camerons then retained the lineage of their chief, and our current chief, Donald Cameron of Lohiel, is the 27th hereditary chief of the clan. Some of the other clans lost their leadership lineage, and uh, once the Brits allowed the Highlanders to regain their culture, then uh, they've had to uh, reform their leadership, but the Camerons do have that original lineage coming down to our current chief. So those are some of my personal favorite stories and uh, how pleased I am to have the opportunity to, to play among the Camerons and to represent the Cameron clan here in uh, Utah at these Celtic festivals. <clears throat> Cameron, thank you for sharing that with us. That was just just perfect. That was what, right what I was looking for. So, uh, yeah, guys, if you want to know more, what do you know, Cameron, do you know the, um, what's the exact website? Because you, you referenced their website. Like I've mentioned before in this podcast, different clans have, there's a broad spectrum of website qualities, and I've extolled the virtues of the, Cam- the Campbell, the C- Can- Clan Campbell Society of North America, CCSNA. They're, they've got a great website. Uh, the Camerons also, I want to throw into this, they have a good website. In fact, one that you can go battle by battle that they were involved in, and they can give a description of, of that. So, And I know that Wikipedia sometimes cites the, the Cameron website for some of those their page on some of those battles. So um, let's see if he were able to find... Oh, is it this one right here? All right. Uh it's clan-cameron.org. Clan-cameron.org is the official website of Clan Cameron worldwide. And there's lots and lots of information about the organization of the clan. And many clans do have international organizations, but Clan Cameron does. And on that website is information about their battles and lots of other genealogical information. So anybody who wants to poke around in their Cameron heritage ought to definitely start at that website. Awesome. Thank you, Cameron. I appreciate your involvement. Thank you for sharing both your personal connection and the forgotten branch of the Camerons in Blair Athol. So thank you so much. And uh, all right, guys, we're going we're gonna to walk around and see who else is around here to, to talk to. Thank you, uh, Cameron and Scott, for your, for your fr- uh, friendship and being willing to reach out and, and do this with me. All right, I hope you enjoyed that discussion that I had with Cameron Mosier. And I will tell you that there is one other gentleman that I was hoping to get an interview with there. And he was over, I believe, in the gun tent. And he was knowledgeable and wanted was willing to do it, but he was kind of popular as well. And he had a lot of people at his tent, and it was kind of hard to catch him at a good time. And I didn't want to seem a bother to him, but maybe I'll catch him another time around over the gun tent. But, um, one thing I did see is that I, I think there's two different reasons why people go to those Scottish festivals. One is for the pageantry, the opportunity to wear a kilt, to display your pride in your heritage, enjoy the things that are traditionally connected with Scottish culture that you're fond of, and all of that is awesome. Not everybody is academic about it, as nerdy as, I should say nerdy, nerdy about it as I am. I walked into several other clan tents and was, uh, you know, hey, what do you think about this or that? And they didn't seem like they were that prepared. Um, some people were completely not interested in getting in front of a mic and 
and doing this and and uh, other people who were interested, I wasn't quite so sure that that uh, that I was after talking with them for a few minutes that I wanted to anymore. But um, I'll let you guys decide what you think at your own Scottish festivals, and you can go to those. And but anyway, I do appreciate Cameron Mosier doing that with me. Um, one, I just wanted to well, let me give a, a better shout out to my my sponsor USA Kilts, guys. I've got two of their kilts, very well made. One's a cheaper kilt for bumping around in the backcountry, not too worried about it getting dirty or snagging on something, and, and another one's a nicer kilt, and it's of a higher quality, and, is, and, and it's good. They're both good for what they're for, and they're different environments, and I enjoy both of them. And I've had a really positive experience with USA Kilts, with Rocky, Eric, and their whole team over there. The whole team is, has been great, even when they don't know that it's somebody that they sponsor that's calling in. They're still polite customer oriented and so really really easy to work with go go over there superior products free shipping in the u.s uh, they're just do they just do a great job they take a lot of pride in what they do so i i have no reservations in recommending them to you guys go check them out at usakilts.com and go check their youtube channel out at usa kilts and celtic traditions i've got a ton of cool content on there not just about wearing kilt although their wearing kilt content is very helpful but they also have things on Scottish history and culture, and I think you'll really like it, so go check them out over there. Now, if you like being on YouTube and learning about Scottish things, I also have a, a YouTube presence, so I'm not in competition at all with them or other people who do the same thing, just in cooperation. That's how I like to look at it. We're uh, collaborating, we're complementary to each other, all so that you can get a better idea of your Scottish heritage and, and learn what it's all about. I recently posted a, a little walkthrough of the descendants of Summerled and had a, a corresponding uh, little visual graphic to go with it to illustrate Summerled's descendants and where all the different clans that descend from Summerled break off. And it's you can find real easy uh, uh, one of these visuals on a Google image search, but A, I've got it ready for you in a PDF if you go to scottish-clans.com forward slash Summerled. S-O-M-E-R-L-E-D, but also um, my the one that I made personally was oriented on the clans, the kindreds, not the individuals, and that's a pretty big difference between those other things that you can find really easy on the internet and what I made. So go over there and check it out, and I've got another one in the work with a couple of others. I've got Stewart's and Campbell's, two large kindreds, di- many different branches, and my goal there to be to show you how they tie in. Uh, and I'll have those ready for you in PDFs, not in the too distant future, for your studying benefits. And I have several other products over there, too. If you go to scottish-clans.com, you can find those different things I've been working on. Speaking of things I've been working on, I'm wrapping up my my online course. Um, I've got all of the material, uh, the video portion of it recorded. It's like a mini course. It's, the goal there is to kind of take a college course, scale it down a little. Um, it's... My initial goal was two to three hours worth of content. It's more than that, but I've also included, so that's just me teaching as though I were at the front of a classroom at a, at a university, but I've also included reading material like you would have if you were at a university and taking a, a course on this subject. The origins of the Scottish clans is what it's focused on. And I have, so I've got tons of scholarly reading material for each different part of it, and maybe some ideas. So I'm allowing you to go as bonkers with this as you want. I'm setting it up so you can be as 
scholarly with it as you want. Do you want to really treat it like you're taking a college course on this? Well, I've got some ideas for papers if you'd like to write, and that will also be part of the course, and I'll be open to those. If you ever do want to just express or or dive down a rabbit hole and do some research and then come up with what you have in, a, in an actual written paper, and you can send that to me if you go and, and buy that course. So, so yeah, some tons of opportunity to really dig into this and really find out what was really going on with the Scottish clans. Yes, it's focused on the origins of the Scottish clans, but it has huge implications for the later time periods, not just back in the 11, 1200s, where most of the clans we recognize today come out of. It has, it has implications for actually before that. We do quite a bit of talking about other groups before that and then implications for way down the road, clear up until the end of that system or that, or that kin-based society. So that's what I've been working on. I'm wrapping it up, editing it, putting it together, the, and then we'll find a platform for it. So um, here's one thing I'd like your input in uh, on. So I told you about that Summerlet and the descendants of that in a PDF, and you can go grab that. And I'm working on Campbells and Stuarts. What are some other big kindreds that have many different branches, almost who become their own clans, clans in their own right? Like in the Campbells case, you have the Campbells of Glenorchy, who were a very powerful branch of the Campbells. Uh, you have smaller branches, yet very important, like Auchenbreck. Those are the Campbells who provided the military training and leadership for the Campbells. Uh, the Campbells of Craig Nish, a very old branch of it, and the MacArthur's of Strucker, who who claim to be the senior line. So how do they all tie together? So that's what I'm working on with the Campbell Project. The the Stuarts, you know, they have branches that became clans in their own right, like the Stuarts of Appen. So what other clans would you all like to see that kind of a thing done on, where it's all drawn out, and you can see how everything ties in together real easy. So I am taking requests on that. If you'd like to submit something like that, go to thescottishclans at gmail.com. And if you want to hop on our Facebook group, we've got some good things going on there. But but really, go over to YouTube, check out some of the content on there, subscribe. I'm about halfway. My first goal on that to get to is a 1,000 subscribers. So go check that out. It's just the same as the podcast. It's called Scottish Clans. That's the name of the channel. Go on there. We've got some some other material on that I think you'll enjoy. Um, leave comments down below on how you like those. And here's my last invitation to you. Share this, share this um, podcast, this episode, or the podcast generally with somebody you think would be interested in it. Who do you know that also has Scottish ancestry and that seems to care at all about it? Share this podcast with them. Um, and whatever platform you're listening to it on, just like I invited you to do with the YouTube channel to subscribe. However you do that on, if it's Apple Podcasts, follow it. However you do it on your platform, there's a version of that on every one. So I invite you to do that. And until next time, Marshan Leivendrasta. Leivendrasta.